Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Beans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. So since our pregnancy is coming to an end, we thought this episode would be really fun to kind of just look back at the last nine months and kind of do a little comparison of like the first second third trimester we're gonna use like weeks and i know that's gonna be very weird for people that have never been pregnant before because like what is 27 weeks like what does that even mean even i get confused i I feel like months is easier but it is but then it's like as a pregnant person like you never talk about it in terms of months like when you go to your appointments and stuff you're not like oh i'm like six months pregnant unless you really look that up so i'm 38 weeks pregnant now which is nine months essentially And between 38 and 41 weeks is when you would essentially give birth. And 40 is when your due date is. So like if you're giving birth between like 40 and 41, that means that technically your baby is late. So just to give you guys an idea Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the weeks. She's ready to pop like any second now. It really is like, I feel like in the last day or two, ever since I went to my last midwife appointment, which was last Wednesday, so just a couple of days ago, I got my cervix checked, which I've heard was very painful. Like, people have said, like, okay, just wait till you get your cervix checked. It's going to be really, really awful. (laughs) And it was was quite painful. Essentially, getting your cervix checked is like having your midwife or your doctor stick their fingers in your vagina. They can feel, like, she felt his head. Yeah, she was like, oh my god, like, hello. (laughs) And then he started, like, moving his legs and stuff, I guess, because she was kind of tickling his head. She basically sticks her finger in there, and the point is to separate your cervix from your amniotic sac. And if you look it up, it's called membrane strip is essentially what it is but they basically move their fingers around in there and they're just kind of separating it and it feels like it's a lot of pressure but it also just feels like cramps like I could feel her creating cramps Mm. in my uterus and I feel like since she did that then everything I mean it, it also could have just been that like the timing is right now so maybe that had no effect at all but ever since that then I've like lost my mucus plug which is pretty crazy I I lost it in a couple different fragments so it wasn't like one big one lost it as in it came out it came out yeah I didn't lose it <laughs> she didn't like drop it had to look for it but it's like your it's mucus supposed plug, to come out. yeah it's supposed to come out and it's like what's blocking your cervix I believe and I had heard about it before, but I was like, oh, okay, like, what is that going to be like? Will I know? You know, because, like, you read all these articles and things, and you're like, will I actually know when this is happening? Same with contractions. It's like, okay, like, everyone talks about it, but will I know when it's happening? <laughs> and everyone's like, don't worry, you'll know. Yeah, when we asked our doula, she's like, you will 100% know. This yeah. is not, like, something small yeah so with the mucus plug I actually was just like wearing my pants and then I felt like something kind of sticky in my pants that felt like stickier than discharge and then when I checked it was my mucus plug or part of it it was thick yeah and then like over the course of like the next couple hours that day then like more of it had passed and then the next day a little more had passed and I think it's fully out now I'm not entirely sure but today I had like bloody discharge so that's another Mm sign that labor is happening so it's really just my body getting ready yeah Yeah. and i'm i'm on the cusp of 38 and 39 weeks so i mean i'm perfectly on time but if the baby does come in a couple days he will technically be 
Like, he'll have come early, but he's still full term. Yeah, he's not preterm. Yeah, he's not preterm. So there aren't any concerns about having to, like, keep him in the hospital and things like that. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to the beginning. It feels like so long ago. It, it's on, But it's passed by so quickly, though. But it has It hasn't, it hasn't, because we've been in this apartment for as long as, as we've been pregnant, pregnant. Or, like, we've known that I've been pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the first trimester, I do not miss at all, even a little bit. <laughs> If you've listened to our earlier episode about how we decided to keep our unplanned pregnancy, then you know we talked a bit about what that first trimester was like, but a lot of it was filled with, like, the emotions of, are we going to keep this baby? And, like, are we going to do this? And it was also so nauseating, like, that period of time. Like, it was so hard for me to really do or focus on anything because... It's not like when you wake up and you just have morning sickness. Like, that is a lie. It's, like, full-on, like, full-day sickness. And the worst would be when I would brush my teeth. Like, that was the most unexpected Mm -hmm. to me. Like, not just brushing your tongue, just literally brushing my teeth. Did you puke? I can't remember if you did. I didn't puke a a ton. Yeah, like, I think I puked, like, maybe two or three times. Like, Mm full-on actually puked. But every single time that I did puke, it was usually when I was brushing my teeth. And, like, that was just so awful because like you're brushing your teeth in the morning and obviously in the morning you don't have anything in your stomach so what you're puking is actually Mm. bile so it's like really yellow like green acid essentially and it like I just I couldn't control it because like every single time I brushed my teeth like it was like the most intense like gag reflex that's awful it was awful and I really didn't expect it at all like that's not something that anybody had ever talked about I guess and Mm -hmm. still now like I don't really hear people talking about like how hard it is to brush their teeth but it was really hard (laughs) another big thing with the first trimester is we were concerned about the baby's health and like if everything is developing correctly and that's mm-hmm. when we did like the first ultrasound and that's the and then 12 doing weeks all, the 12 yeah, week mark doing is when all the different telling people different like screening tests and all those things so which was pretty nerve-wracking yeah i think like the first trimester really is just like a lot of nerves and a lot of mm-hmm. uncertainty and that's why people say that you shouldn't tell people that you're pregnant until around like 11 12 weeks because before that like it's a lot more likely that a miscarriage could happen and especially with your first pregnancy it's a lot more common and so i think we told people around our 10th week which was probably maybe not the best idea but yeah yeah, maybe a little bit too soon but we were just so excited and we had come out of like this whole phase of making the decision Mm -hmm. that i think i just like couldn't keep it in anymore but yeah usually people wait until 11 12 weeks and once we decided and once we got to 12 weeks, then it was like a lot of the nerves calmed down, but I still had to do so many blood tests and I didn't realize like that's another thing that I didn't know anything about. Like I thought that you would go to doctor's appointments and get like an ultrasound, which is exciting because you get to see your baby and hear the heartbeat. But what I didn't realize was how much blood would be taken and how many tests they would do and like we oh, also man. did I like a genetic pa- I passed test. Out. I couldn't. I couldn't see it. There's honestly so much blood. Yeah, there was one time where so they took blood. six tubes, and the woman like couldn't do it correctly, and like have really small veins, and like she just kept digging around in there. <laughs> it was so awful, and I was like, I just I don't like I I can't tell her how to do her job, but I was also just like, can someone else please do this? And then like she did actually get someone else to help her, and that woman did an amazing job, and she managed to get all the blood that she needed. But I was like, this is so painful. <laughs> but yeah, so be prepared if you're pregnant. Then there are a lot of tests, and there's blood that needs to be drawn. So if you're queasy, I mean, just mentally prepare yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. At that time, when we took the ultrasound, he was literally like a gummy bear. He was so yeah, tiny. the first one. It's so crazy to think that like from there he's, he's like a like he's kicking like my ribs and he's like just a 
basketball. <laughs> yeah, but he was so tiny. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like, it's just insane to think about, like, what your body goes through to, like, create this human being. And, and like, like, what your body is capable of doing is yeah. insane. And you're not thinking about it. Like, you're not asking your body to do it. It just mm-hmm. does it. It knows how to do it, which is just, yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing when you actually sit down and, like, think about it. You were quite moody as well. I was quite moody. <laughs> even, like, early, early on before we even knew we were pregnant, that, like, yeah. that New York trip, you were quite quite moody, and I think in retrospect, we know <laughs> that it's from the pregnancy. Yeah, I think, like, because that's the thing, when, like, I first got pregnant and we didn't know, I think, like, that's when your body's really changing the most, mm-hmm. because, you know, like, the sperm has met the egg, and now your body's, like, producing all these hormones, and yeah. I really was, like, I was just really angry, like, very quickly, mm-hmm. and during the first trimester, like, we didn't... I don't think we fought so much. I was just very irritated by things very quickly. And then as we moved into the second trimester, that's when a lot of things, like, got a lot better. That's when I started to get, like, my energy back. I was feeling like a normal human being. And by then also, like, we obviously knew that we were going to keep the baby. And so, like, a lot of that anxiety had also, like, quieted down. So I was just, like, starting to feel more like myself and, like, I could actually do things again. And we weren't fighting. Like, I remember in the second trimester, like, we really didn't fight or disagree or anything at all. Like, everything was so great. And I was like... Smooth sailing. Yeah, it was so weird. In the second trimester, that's when we started looking into, like, all the things on Amazon, what we want to get for the baby. That's when I started building the registry. We got the crib. Yeah. Started looking at, like, Facebook Marketplace and stuff. We bought stuff so early on. Like, we got our crib from Facebook Marketplace and it was $25, which was clutch. So, I mean, it's, like, kind of great that we were looking at that time. But it was definitely really early. Like, most people start, I think, at the end of their second trimester, like, at the beginning of their third. But we were just so excited. So, yeah. we bought a lot of stuff and, like, set up the little nursery in our bedroom. Nina did so much research. She was, like, reading what the best product is, reading every single review. Like, yeah, all these things. Yeah, it was intense. And, but it was fun. Yeah, we it found honestly a, we was found really a, fun. Yeah, we found a great stroller. And like that we also got from Facebook Marketplace. In the second trimester is also when we found out that both Nina and I, when we were younger, really wanted a jungle themed room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so this is before knowing the sex of our baby, and we're like, let's start decorating because we know we want to do a jungle theme, and that's that's pretty neutral in regards to being a boy or a girl. So yeah, I mean the second trimester was honestly really great. Like my bump was still quite small at this point like a lot of my clothes really didn't fit so i swear to god i've been wearing the same pair of pants for nine months it's like black striped really stretchy pants and it's the only pair of pants that has fit my entire pregnancy and it's like my clothes stopped fitting really early on Mm -hmm. because like i guess just the type of clothes that i wear like it's a lot of like crop tops and like snatched yeah like snatch waist (laughs) like high-waisted pants and none of that fits anymore because like the waist is the first thing to go (laughs) that was funny when we thought that bump was big yeah it's like it's crazy because your body starts changing you're like oh my god i'm getting ginormous we took like a million photos yeah you don't realize how big it's gonna get like even when we were in miami for our baby moon that was during our second going into our third trimester but yeah it was the end of our second trimester and i remember like at that point it was hard to get out of bed like it was like i would need assistance like getting up from the couch like i felt huge at that point but now looking back at the photos and like comparing it to what it is now like it's like girl you don't even know (laughs) 
So now we're just gonna take a moment to plug Bumble. If you guys are not familiar with the app, I mean, come on. <laughs> it is a dating app, but it's more than that. You can use it if you're looking for friends, if you're looking to network, there's Bumble Dating, Bumble BFF, and Bumble Biz. And even though we're social distancing and you would think that now would be a really weird time to date, it's actually probably the best time because I feel like we need that connection now more than ever. Mm -hmm. So Bumble has made it really easy to date from home. They have a voice calling and also a video chat option, which is crazy. Like, that's awesome that you're able to not only text with people, but then when you're ready to take that next step, you can chat. And I feel like you learn so much more about somebody when you're able to see them in a video chat and like actually chat with them. And this way you don't have to exchange numbers, which makes it a lot safer. And I mean, I personally love video chat over text. Like you really get to know somebody a lot faster that way and, and you get to see their mannerisms and all that, so. Yeah, because I'm always just like, just call me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so definitely download Bumble, give it a shot. Now is a great time to be connecting with people. Come out of quarantine with a booth thing. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never, never know. So second trimester was just great because it was like everything was feeling normal again. Like we weren't fighting. We found out great news about our baby. We were prepping the room. Like it was just very, very exciting. And like we also started swimming regularly, which was really nice. And like as your body is changing, like you want to try to do things to like accommodate, you know, like having to carry more weight which was like huge like I am just such a weak person in general like my body is not well equipped to carry like this you, many like, pounds you never work out so yeah and like at that point like he was so small like he was like bigger than a gummy bear but mm -hmm. like probably an orange and I'm like oh my god my back hurts like <laughs> so I was also getting like a lot of prenatal massages I was doing that once a month and it I mean it's not cheap by any means but this is a very temporary time in your life and like if there's a time to treat yourself and get a massage it is now and it honestly was really helpful like getting regular massages was great and then obviously moving into like quarantine, I had to stop doing that. But so I mean, like, that's just like one of the ways that quarantine has kind of changed the trajectory of our pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But I mean, before that, we went to Miami, which yeah. I mentioned. And that well, was we got amazing. A lot. We, we got a lot of swimming in there and stuff. So we, we walked also... a lot, which was really good. You need to walk a lot during your mm -hmm. pregnancy. Pre-quarantine, we used to swim almost every day like we went so often it was so nice because you're so buoyant in water like you're yeah. so light and it just like felt really good on my muscles and i don't know it it's was a just, good workout it was nice. yeah sure. it was really really nice and it was like nice to do it together i mean we did a lot of things together throughout this entire pregnancy like we're mm -hmm. very close in general we kind of do everything together anyways but like having you as my partner like throughout this was like it honestly was just great to like not go through it alone and to kind of experience it with somebody else but for you obviously the experience is very different because you're not really feeling like the physical <laughs> the physical effects of it yeah but. and when we did that ultrasound we got to see so many details like the heart pumping like the limbs the little feet it was so cute and it's crazy because at that point like he's so small mm -hmm. but he's like starting to look like an he's, actual like, developed, baby yeah. yeah which is like which was so crazy to see and then um we did the whole sex reveal with we wanted to do it different so we did uh if it's a boy, we'll surprise our friends with hot dogs. And if it was a girl, we surprise them with tacos. That was like an exciting time. And in the second trimester as well, that's when we started feeling the little kicks. Yeah, that was around like, I want to say 24, 25 weeks. Mm -hmm. It was when we were in San Francisco. And like at that point, like you don't really know that you're feeling kicks because they're kind of just little movements. And like, you know, you're used to like your stomach grumbling and like, 
like things that are your body's movements but it's so weird it honestly feels like a little alien yeah. is inside of you because like they're just such small movements that you're like was it a kick i'm not sure and then it just progressively gets more and more aggressive i guess until yeah. you're like oh that definitely is it and then he's like really kicking your ribs and like now it's like oh like now every single time yeah every single time like he huge, moves like, like you can see punches. yeah you can see my belly it like looks like it like undulates like it mm. just like it moves so much yeah the first time you were feeling them when i tried to put my hand on it i couldn't feel anything they were more mm-hmm. like inside but then the first time i felt the hit i was like oh my god is it like he's moving this is crazy yeah it becomes so much more real yeah. it like it still is like i think at that point when i kind of first felt the movements it still didn't really feel real to me because I'm like, there's a little alien in me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, like subtle grumbles almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really don't think that it was until kind of like my third trimester that I was really like, okay, like there's a baby in there. And still now, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I think it's because you're out of sight, out of mind. Like until you see him, you're like, that was inside of me. You know, like it's not really real. Mm-hmm. It's so odd. But it's crazy. He tends to kick your ribs a lot. But like, it's crazy because like, you, now you can kind of see like what it is like. You can see it's like a foot. It's like the hand and yeah, like they're really you can distinct. feel you can feel the like where his back is and like the booty and like all that stuff, which is so fun. And also, like as we moved into the third trimester, like Dan was actually able to hear his heartbeat. Mm, yeah, and when so, I put my ear to it. Yeah, I actually caught it on our phone. Yeah, we like turned on voice memo. And he, like, heard it and then put the phone to it. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't think he would catch it, but we actually have his heartbeat on a voice note, which is, like, so crazy. Should we insert tone? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a little too personal yeah. for, for Bean. Okay. <laughs> but um, I think, like, moving into the third trimester when my belly was getting a lot bigger, that's when we started actually talking to him. Because, I mean, like, before you kind of do, but, it, like, it's such a small bump and it doesn't really feel like there's a baby mm-hmm. in there. It doesn't feel real enough to, like... It Talk almost yeah, it just feels like I'm talking to your stomach, yeah. and that's, like, a weird feeling, but... But yeah, now, now like, it's every like, morning, we're like, good morning! Now it's, like, we're more aware that he can hear us, and, like, when... Yeah, because he can. He can actually hear us. Yeah, and he's, like, a lot more... I think he's a lot more active than he was, too. Like, you, oh, yeah. You can really, like, see the kicks, and it's like, are you excited? Are you, like, what's going on in there? So it's, like, fun to talk to him now, because... Like, you can really feel like it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just... I'm so excited to, like, actually meet him, because... I feel like he has so much personality, but you don't actually know any of, like, any of that yeah. yet, which is insane. You don't insane. even know what he looks like. You don't even know what he looks like, yeah. Yeah. Is he going to look like me? Is he going to look like you? It's going to be pretty interesting. I feel like he's going to look more like me, because I feel like boys tend to look more like their moms, just, like, in what I've seen. But, I mean, obviously, there's no real science behind that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but who knows? Didn't someone... Was that in a movie or the show where they said instinctually, like kids will start looking like their father because yeah, they don't want the father they, to leave or something? Yeah, when they're first born, they say that they look more like the father so that the father stays. Like, that's just, like, evolutionarily, like, how babies have developed. And then they say... I mean, because also when they're born, like, they're so ugly. Like, they're just <laughs> wrinkly and, like... Is that because like, the daddy's ugly? Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like all babies look the same when they first yeah. come out, you know? Like, yeah, and then, do. you like, as, like, the months go on, that's when you actually start to see what they'll look like. But... So, like, when we got back from our baby moon in Miami, which was honestly great. Like, I would highly recommend. I would say maybe go on your baby moon, like, a little bit earlier. Like, right, like, kind of, like, right at the beginning of the second trimester and, like, the middle. Because towards the end and getting into your third, like, I was just so large that I found it really hard to move. And, like, we were walking around so much. So, like, my feet were swelling. Um, But, I mean, the walking was good. Like, Mm -hmm. it was good for my health. But, anyways, we... We're in Miami, and then we went to Toronto for a quick work trip, and then I ended up having to go 
back to Toronto for work again. For work again, like the next week. And that was kind of when like social distancing really kicked off in Canada. So it was all very strange. Like it, it happened really fast. Yeah. Like really I good. was traveling and then all of a sudden it was like, don't travel. And I was like, oh, okay, but like it was it was within like three days, really. Mm-hmm. Like I got back and then all of a sudden everyone was staying inside. And so for me, like, I mean, also just traveling when you're that pregnant, I had to travel alone because we just booked different flights. And then my second trip to Toronto, I just went alone. And it's honestly like not my favorite thing (laughs) because I feel like if you're traveling with someone else, at least then like he could help me with my bags and like we can kind of move at a pace that's, you know, like better for me. But when it was just me, then I was kind of getting myself everywhere and it was just it was just a lot harder to travel on my own. It was mm-hmm. definitely possible and I was totally fine. Um, but it just like it was nice to have like somebody else with you. So if you are gonna be traveling towards the end, I mean everyone's very, very different, but I think I was just like my bump was so large. Mm-hmm. Like when we were in Miami, there was a guy that, like on the street that was like, Oh, you got twins? And I was like, What? We're like, No, no it's just one. He's like, No, it's hiding right behind the other and I'm like, like oh, No. It's just one baby. I hope not. (laughs) I mean, like, I've heard that my bump just looks bigger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it is possible. It it is possible, apparently, to, like, have twins and not be able to detect the other one. But I don't think that's the case. I think I just carry, like, a lot of water weight. And I just have a lot of, like, water retention. Because even, like, when we were in San Francisco with my family in December, they were, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, like, your belly's actually really large. And I was like, what? Really? (laughs) And, I mean, that's just part of it. Like, I think, like, you always want to compare your bump just because... It's a new experience, so, like, you don't know how big it should be. Like, are you falling behind? Are you too big? And so, like, I definitely would find myself, like, looking up photos of, like, other people's bumps and comparing (laughs) it. But, like, at the end of the day, the midwife was like, your bump is totally fine. Like, you're, like, progressing as you should be. Everything is testing normal. So I was like, it's fine. Everyone's bump is so different. Everyone's experience is so different. It's like, I feel like I, I saw a couple, like, Instagram models that, like, had their bumps. And it literally, their, like, 40 week, like, popping any day now bump was probably my 25-week bump. So it's just, like, it's crazy. Like, everyone carries very differently, and it does depend on, like, your diet and exercise and stuff. And to be fair, like, I'm not, like, I normally am not, like, a super healthy or, like, working out. out. Yeah, Yeah. no, I don't work out. (laughs) I mean, I think that after coming back from Miami, that was probably when I was, like, the slimmest of my pregnancy just because we were walking so, so much. Yeah, but, yeah, obviously because of social distancing, I've not been able to exercise as much like we still go on walks every now and then but I mean you do want to kind of limit like how much you're going outside Mm -hmm. so like my exercise has not been great and it's hard to maintain a healthy diet when you have to eat like a certain amount of proteins and vegetables and fruit and like mostly like fresh foods you know but like that's kind of hard to bulk buy right now Mm -hmm. so like it's just it's been very interesting like being in quarantine and and obviously, if you listen to our episode about our home birth plan, then you kind of know that, like, we were already planning a home birth, but social distancing has kind of just really, like, if anything, solidified the fact that we don't want to be near hospitals right now if we can avoid it. So it's, like, it's been very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I never thought I would have a baby during a pandemic. Like, just never in my life did that occur to me. And even as all of this was happening and as everyone was beginning to social distance, like, I didn't really think about how unprecedented this is and just like 
that we're bringing life into this world that is filled with so much uncertainty right now like more than before yeah it's an interesting hurdle that we have to like get over and it's just so like we're it's unknown like what the future is going to be like so we don't even know if, if we can travel anytime soon or anything like that and when when our grandparents can meet our baby because your family is in san francisco so that makes it even harder because i'm sure they really want to like actually meet their baby in yeah person. like they booked yeah. a flight they booked a flight for a month after my due date which will be like a month from now and they were supposed to come and meet our baby and meet their first grandchild and now like i highly doubt that that's gonna be able to happen so like when are they actually gonna be able to meet him in person like it's mm-hmm. just it's so weird and i know that there are so many other things to like worry about and there's so much happening in the world but it's just like it's very unknown that's i think that's the scariest part yeah but it's like okay we were going to be inside anyways you know for like the first couple months of the pregnancy like we can still take our baby out on walks and things like that but obviously we can't have like our friends together and like have him meet a bunch of people so like it's not going to be incredibly different in the first couple of months but i think like it does just kind of concern us like okay like when is this going to be over like when it's going to go back to normal how is this going to shape like his childhood you know because like people will be people businesses society is going to be changed by this and then on the other hand it is also kind of like blessed because it's not just that we're like trapped at home like we actually have this really exciting thing that's happening that has kind of taken our mind off the fact that we are in quarantine that there is a pandemic because there's this really beautiful thing that's happening in our personal life where we're like bringing a baby into this world so it's like two sides to it and I feel like it's just it's just a jumble of emotions (laughs) so I mean I guess that brings us to now and Mm -hmm. obviously like the third trimester is rough like I think that all three trimesters I feel like everybody says like okay like the first one's really hard because you're really nauseous the second one is like the baby moon phase where everything is great and you're really not that big yet and then the third one you're just like get this baby out of me and that's exactly that's where you're at that's exactly where I'm at like I think a lot of other things about pregnancy I'm like "Mm, maybe not super accurate because like the movies are not the best portrayal of like what pregnancy is actually like but like, the general gist of the three trimesters is very accurate to what I've experienced. And so, like, with this third trimester, like, I just, I've gotten so big, like, bigger than I thought possible. And, like, up until the last couple of weeks, like, I would say in the last month of pregnancy, that's when I developed, like, all my stretch marks. Like, before that, I really didn't have that many. And then all of a sudden, like, within, like... They came so quickly. Yeah, it was, like, within, like, a week really Mm -hmm. that like all of them came and it's like I have like a bunch like on my inner thigh and they're like really purple because they're new obviously and it kind of goes down like almost to my knees which is like pretty crazy because I had stretch marks before but just like kind of in like my upper thigh area and now it's like down almost to my knees and then I have some on my hips and like some on the belly belly button Mm -hmm, around the belly button like mostly like underneath the belly button like it's not stretched too far like up on top of the whole belly but yeah, it's just, like, I thought that I would be, like, one of the lucky ones that, like, doesn't get stretch marks. That's so but... crazy. I legit thought that, too, because we were pretty frequently rubbing coconut oil yeah. and vitamin E to, like, make sure that there's no stretch marks and, like, just to kind of aid in that. And I remember, honestly, didn't feel too long ago where it was, like, so clear. And I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm like, I, was I honestly like, maybe don't think I, you're Yeah, I was like, any. maybe I have stretch marks, but you can't see it because I'm, like, stretched. And then they came and I was like, oh, no, 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 no <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> so, like, the first the first ones were on your thighs. And then, like, when I was yeah. looking at your stomach, I was like, oh, it looks like it's going to be fine. Like, maybe there's, like, a few. 
And then all of a sudden, yeah. just like it all well, honestly felt it, like in the period of like a few days. Yeah, it like it makes sense up. because like he's growing so rapidly at this point. Like before mm-hmm. it's very gradual, and then now it's like he's like doubling in weight, and like it's just like so much growth day, is happening. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's great obviously that he's like growing and like to like they've measured my belly and it's like perfectly on track. Like it's not like it's bigger. Or, like they are scared that the baby's bigger than he should be. So like that's all good and fine, but. Yeah, I really just didn't think that I would get stretch marks. But to be fair, like, it, a lot of it is genetic. Like, most of it is genetic. And I've seen my mom's body, like, growing up. And she had two kids. And, like, she has a lot of stretch marks. And so I just kind of knew. Like, I, I always knew in the back of my head that that, that would be me. Mm-hmm. And so this is where I'm at. <laughs> so who knows what it will be like if I have another child. It'll probably be even stretchier. But I feel like because, like, my skin is so tight, like... Yeah. Like, you know how some people's skin is really stretchy? Like, your skin's really stretchy. Like, yeah, you if pull I got on pregnant, it. I don't know if I would get, maybe get a few stretches. Yeah, like, but... you can pull your skin and, like, your, act- your skin actually kind of, like, comes up. But, like, mine is so taut yeah. and so tight that, like, I think just once it reached its, like, breaking point, it was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> they're, like, little tears, basically, right? Yeah, it's basically yeah. little tears. So, I mean, it's it's whatever. Like, I... I still think you're beautiful. Thanks, B. <laughs> and I mean, we'll do a whole episode. We're already planning on doing it all about our insecurities. So I'll dive more into, you know, my relationship with stretch marks and how I got to this place where it doesn't affect me as much. Like, obviously, I'd prefer not to have them, but it's, it really doesn't have as a profound effect on me as it did when I first got them, like when I was in middle school. So we'll get into that. That'll be in the next couple episodes. But other than that, like every single thing about my body has changed. Like my nipples, that was probably the first thing big change but like they went from like a nice little tan to like being super dark which like I did not expect like I thought that they would get bigger you know because your boobs get bigger but I wasn't expecting them to change in color and they're literally the same shape as a as a pacifier yeah I feel like the the, it's pla- like the like bottles swelled. are modeled after your breast. Yeah, it's like they literally like my nipples went from being like very small and kind of like tight to being like almost like they look swollen like they're so puffy mm-hmm. now which is like so weird and oh also there's been a few drops of colostrum now as well so like yes the, the yellow milk that our baby's gonna need when it's essentially a like the first yeah it's like the first milk that they drink because apparently their stomach is the size of a marble when they're bored that is incredibly tiny mm-hmm. and so like you are producing milk but like it's a very very thick like kind of yellow breast milk essentially and then as they breastfeed more then it becomes like more of that like milk like light thin Mm -hmm. consistency that we're used to but a few weeks ago I actually felt like my shirt was kind of wet where my nipples are and I was like what and when I looked like I didn't see anything because obviously it just it's a very small amount so it just got absorbed in my shirt but then I like squished my nipple and then just like it's it's also not like one hole which we learned Mm -hmm. all of this during like a breastfeeding class that we went to but like milk comes out of like a bunch of different little ducts in your nipple so like when you actually squeeze it like you can see the colostrum like come out in like four different places like Mm -hmm. four little bubbles so like yeah it's not just like one stream kind of like I guess like when you pee like it's just like one stream but like this is like four different streams when you're yeah, actually breastfeeding. That's literally what I thought, like, I mean, up until we took that classic. Well, because, like, how would you know? Yeah, like, you just how would imagine you know that it's things? coming out of one hole in the middle of the nipple, but yeah. now it comes out through, like, multiple ducts, which is, yeah. which is a fun fact. So that's, that's been fun. I mean, it's good to know that, like, my body's producing milk. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, whether or not I'll actually be able to breastfeed and, like, you know, produce enough milk to breastfeed and not do formula and all those things, like, you don't know that until you're going to breastfeed. But 
It's a good yeah, sign. Though. It's a good sign. It's a good sign that some is coming out now. Yeah, it's a, it's honestly been really nice. It's kind of like the feeling of like checking something off a to do list, knowing that like okay, this like usually happens around this time in pregnancy, and then my body does it, and I'm like, oh my god, it, they're right. Like it's actually yeah, doing yeah. this. So like you even check with it like off the list, yeah, like, it's like even with my mucus plug and like the blood discharge, like. It, it sounds like it's a scary thing that happens, but I'm just kind of like, oh my god, yay! Like, my body's progressing, my body's prepping for birth, and so it's just, like, another thing to check off. So, yeah, I mean, it's been... I think, like, the third trimester is, is really hard, like, on your body because, like, you're carrying so much weight. Like, at this point, he's now about, like, seven pounds. Like, he's, like, ready for birth, so he's, like, birthing weight. And so he's, like, really heavy. Like, my back hurts, like, crazy. Like, more than it hurt in the second trimester, and I thought it was bad in the second trimester. And I feel like it's really hard on your body, but at the same time, it's like, again, kind of like exciting things are happening Mm -hmm. because your body is prepping for birth. So yeah, it's just a really exciting time. And we also, during this time, have bought like everything now that we need for a birth. So like we had our registry, obviously, and we got a bunch of gifts, which was amazing. But then there are obviously a couple things, you know, like the baby diaper rash cream and like stuff like that that you need to get. So we finally collected everything everything and now we have everything that we need and we're literally just waiting like the last I think like week and this is the time to be relaxing and like I said like without quarantine happening we would still be at home nesting during this time so it's very much on track for us and it's worked out in that sense yeah it's just now we're just waiting like that's literally all it is and like I really do feel like I'm just like you can come out now like anytime because <laughs> she tells me that a few he's times ready a day now. yeah it's like I just I'm waiting because he's <laughs> fully ready and he's not moving <laughs> I'm saying like at least give it three more days because we want like we do want a Taurus yeah. <laughs> just because it works better with like our zodiac signs so we're like <laughs> let's not have an Aries but she's like I don't care just get it out of me now yeah. but... well because Dan's a Pisces and I'm a Virgo and we found based on our research that if we had a Taurus that he would be that would be the most honestly the most compatible sign with us like not even like more compatible than Aries like it just would be a very compatible sign and so yeah I mean my mom's an Aries so it's really not the worst thing in the world (laughs) because you know we had our we had our disagreements but now we get along but a Taurus would be like super ideal this is honestly such an exciting time. This is the most excited I've ever been in my life for anything. I'm about to be a daddy, which is so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be parents. Like, that's just like, we're just so excited to meet this baby and just... We just keep saying we're excited, but like, and there's no other emotion. Like, I don't know how excitement. else to describe it. It's like, it's everything. I literally dream about it. I like, always, it's always in my thoughts of like what kind of what kind of things I want to like teach our child and like talk to him about and we play these like a bunch of these scenarios in our head and we talk yeah. back and forth on like what if he does this or what if he does that how would you deal how with would it? we react to it or how would we deal with it so because it's not just like building a relationship with his baby like it's like it's, it's a whole new role for us and like yeah. it's important to kind of know like if we're on the same page and like okay we'll deal with that later mm-hmm. <laughs> when that comes up we'll discuss that later probably maybe when we have a little bit more experience on it so we can talk better about it but yeah. but we definitely already have a ideas of like how we want to go about parenting and I mean a lot of it does stem from also like the way that we were parented so Mm -hmm. all of this will be really great content for the weeks to come but that's honestly been our pregnancy so far I feel like there are probably other things that I've forgotten and left out but it kind of just goes to show like even with like everything that's kind of hard about pregnancy or that's like very uncomfortable about it like you really do just kind of remember not even just the good parts but like all I really can say is just how crazy it is that my body is creating this mm-hmm. human. Like, I feel like everything else, like, doesn't really matter. 
it's just the fact that like I made it this far like it's been nine months and I honestly didn't think much about being pregnant but I'm honestly so proud of myself and my body for just like doing its thing Mm -hmm. and like thank you so much to everyone that's supported us like especially like through Instagram and YouTube and all of the kind words like I know that this time is very weird for everyone so to just be able to be thinking about us is like it's honestly amazing and we really really appreciate the support I know that everybody is very excited to meet the baby like everyone keeps telling me that and I'm like me too (laughs) and it's just such exciting times that like it kind of it kind of takes our mind off of all the things that are going on even like within your pregnancy like all the pain and all those things and then also what's going on like outside and it's just it's just so exciting to like to bring this baby into this world excitement (laughs) i'm just gonna keep repeating the word excitement there's just so much excitement it's insane so i mean i am already anticipating that when the baby comes like i want to do like a so it's been our first week of having the baby and like kind of just checking in like what we expected and like the reality of like how tired we're gonna be so that will be an interesting yeah. podcast episode i'm assuming the worst we're gonna have like <laughs> zero sleep and it's yeah like... I'm, I'm probably not gonna want to <laughs> do the episode but i will try and force myself to do it for you guys for that raw authentic content so thank you so much for joining us today we'll see you guys next week you can follow us at neens and deans my personal is at your girl neens i'm day on day off and next time you guys hear from us we may or may not have a bean so you can look forward to that <laughs> so Stay safe out there and have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.